Hey guys, welcome back. My name is Shubhag and you're listening to SRF Talks. The goal with each of these podcasts is to bring out as much as value at content. Today with me is one of my ex-clients, all right? And she's a curriculum developer. And the whole idea of doing this podcast with her was uh, to understand how fitness trainers can and should focus on their education and how to make education easy for them because most of the almost i mean i can say 85% of fitness industry is filled with people who have not studied that much and for them to get into the anatomical part of it the biomechanics part of it the human anatomy the human science it gets a little overwhelming and it's like greek and latin for them so how can education fitness science be made simple and since uh, kritika hiten Uh, who is our today's guest is a curriculum developer she has gone through a lot of um methods to make science or history or mathematics or anything else easier for kids so today we will be able to understand how to make that simple and easy for everybody in the fitness industry specifically or outside of that also so without any further ado i will welcome kritika hiten thank you so much kritika for making time for this podcast and coming on the show It's my pleasure. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm actually really, really glad that I could be here. It's and really great opportunity for me too. So thank you for calling me. Awesome. So if you can give me us a brief introduction of who Kritika Hiten is and what have you done and what are you doing currently. Um. So I have been doing a lot of things. Um. Fitness has been a core part of my entire life. I think I have been in the fitness industry ever since I was born. Skating and then karate and dance, and these were high levels, even low. I've won quite a few awards and certificates, state, international levels. Um. So it's been a core part of me. Uh. I think when I got to meet Shubang was. uh really nice i think the kind of um training that i had gone through kind of added value to what i was as a person and um it's really it's not that you know often that you come across things like that uh so it's really nice uh, apart from that right now i am doing my job but apart from that i'm also studying this thing called forest schooling forest schooling is basically how we live in nature how do we um live among trees this is a denmark based concept but um i'm sort of trying to adapt it to our urban spaces kind of a thing uh but how this works is we learn from the world around us so even if we're looking at leaves or we're looking at plants how do we learn course subjects that are in school but something that i want to share on this particular podcast is animal flow right animal flow is a really nice way that i can bridge all of these together through um we may not always be you know as people who are not educated i'm just going to quote that because i feel that's a wrong term but uh i feel like because we feel like we don't have formal you know learning it does not mean that we're less of who we are as a trainer or as a teacher in fact a lot of schooling theories a lot of people that we meet at every age group we are sent to teach others to learn more So some interesting thing is look at the world around you because when you're looking at animal flow the way an inch like even if you're i don't know in cabin park and you're looking at a worm crawling 
then even that is a particular type of animal flow that is how you understand your body you know your body can move in a certain way uh because of this right um the worm's never going to go around itself like a snake unless it's long enough flexible enough so things like that where you observe um the anatomy of this particular animal or the species and then try to understand that and introspect and how do you bridge these gaps right um i think trusting your body of course i think this is something every um you know trainer would agree with trust your body don't you know um i think introspecting is a really really key tool if you feel like oh you know what i am not um you know perfect enough to be this instructor that's not always true of course um there is this entire conversation dialogue that has to go through so let's say um you know a client you're helping a new you're a new person you're helping a client to a squat right and maybe this person's doing the squat the wrong way and maybe you're not someone who realizes that right maybe you're just just starting off very very fresh right but if that client says you know what i feel uncomfortable or you know what my knees hurting over a period of time it's not that um of course you need to have a particular understanding and introspecting for yourself so that you don't hurt other clients but just imagine that you're doing this for someone else and say okay if your knees are hurting then you're doing this wrong so how do i do it do i go back or do i push my knees forward so these kind of small introspections are really really the key tool of any industry what would you do if you were in their place um so that's what i would like to say how do you connect nature to what you're doing how is your no- normal body flowing mm. are you hurting your body what would you do if um you're in this person's position and how would you correct this particular form right even if you're not someone who really knows how to do a squat but you realize okay let's do 10 squats in different angles and let's find out what's different or what's more comfortable even that is a uh, of course you because you have your own body understanding you're not going to damage your knees but if you are trying to figure out a comfort zone then you will definitely be able to jump to the perfect conclusion of okay this is the perfect squat mm. and this is not of mm. course video isn't everything are there on the internet but i think introspection looking at the world around you is very very important amazing now why did you choose education as a sector that you want to learn and grow in actually it just came to me uh <laughs> I actually wanted to join as a product designer but uh it just came to me and then I think through my learning in Shrishti Manipal Institute I realized that the education system is surely really flawed I think you'll really connect a lot of people that I have seen in gyms what trainers are engineer robots and recently I was talking to someone and she's like I really hope there's very small number of engineering people who are dropping out but I said no maximum people i talk to are engineering dropouts and that does not qualify them as anything lower or higher i think um whatever they learned in engineering still can apply to this and this is something i realized even for myself right i was really bad at studying in school somehow i did really great in 10th boards i've no idea how but uh, the education system is flawed and through this introspection what would i do through understanding the world around us it makes a better space for absolutely everyone in every every field mm-hmm. right okay so 
why is education important and if it is important then how can fitness trainers uh you know access that that easy way of learning um of course introspection is one uh two is watching a lot of videos i think the internet's a huge huge web uh it's a whole bunch of resources if uh you do not want to do diplomas which i would suggest you know i think a lot of diplomas right now don't even cost much to be on a i have done around 7 um yeah if i'm going on so seven diplomas and they don't really they're not really that um helpful in the long run and i've also realized that doing so many different backgrounds apart from my main field um i feel one malleable in every field right i feel like okay if this is a little different i feel like i can fit into it because my knowledge base has been increasing with all of these courses um do what this will do is it will give you a better stand of where you are so i have noticed this a lot of times uh in fact me and one of my friends we started in the same school from kindergarten up to now only two years in the middle were different um we've studied in the same school same course everything was same right but she is always offered less positions less this thing and she keeps crying about this right and I've realized that these degrees really help me stand where I am, even though they feel like, oh, it's just a small thing, or even if it's just a UDM course. Um, it is, it does pay a huge, huge value in the market. So I would really, really suggest at least to understand um, the anatomy, right? Understand and doing different courses, right? It's not necessary. You have to do just okay. How do I lift a dumbbell to do a bicep curl? It's not just that, right? It's also understanding. what will happen if something goes wrong with my client how do i do a uh, emergency you know how do i handle emergency situations or all of these tangents of fields that may or may not even come for use will really help you build as a person over a long period of time got it now see if like from what from your conversation what i'm getting is education doesn't end right after your degree that's just the starting point education is actually starting after you actually start your job and then you need to keep upgrading yourself every single month every single year you know so how do people now because we're talking about fitness trainers i'm going to just stick to them how do these trainers get into that mindset what does it take is it just the growth mindset that they need to have or should they be because i feel lot of lot of especially in our industry they are very narrow minded and their goals are so short that if they just do one certification or one degree or one diploma they are set for life they think they know everything and also ego also plays a lot of thing you know a uh, uh, factor here they think that they know everything and when you have see as long as you have a open mind and that growth mindset that you want to learn you will keep doing such certifications or such um, courses but when you have a very narrow minded vision that this is what i want and that's all is my goal then i think that's where the problem occurs so how does um how does one get into that mindset of you know i i really want to keep learning every single year every single month if not every month maybe every 3 months once i want to do something so that i improve my knowledge how does one get into that from a fixed mindset so, to mindset so one thing i would like to say is if i would have done only one degree 
I don't think I would have got all of these different special offers just for me versus my friend, right? It wouldn't have happened. Two, I would. So, something you really need to realize is no matter how much you love your job, how much you're excited, there comes a high peak and then it's a plateau, right? You are saturated doing the same thing every day. That plateau happens in everyone's life, right? And this also, not reaching this plateau also matters in terms of how you're going to. You know, what kind of um, increments you're going to have, what kind of exposures you're going to have, how do you promote yourself to be a better person, right? In, in terms of posts, in terms of different kinds of jobs, right? So um, it's really important for you to keep learning. There is this theory called lifelong learning, which says that no matter how old you are, how young you are, you have to keep learning for the rest of your life. Yes, you, you do need growth mindset. And if you say, okay, you know what, I'm going to do uh, strength and conditioning level one, and I am set in the best, you know, uh, gyms, that does not mean that you are going to go any further, right? Even if you want to do better, one, you have to practice for yourself, right? A lot of instructors I have seen, they do not know how to correct because they themselves haven't tried it out. They haven't tried it out, how to do the wrong thing. It's fine. I mean, you don't have to lift. 100 kgs to the long thing. You just have to realize, okay, even if it's one kg, how am I doing my bicep curl wrong? So introspecting is also, it's a, it's a principle of lifelong learning. Um, you have to put yourself in the field. This is, um, uh, what do you say? This is um, self-learning. This is um, student-centered learning. Um, student-centered learning is where the teacher allows the student to take over. Student or this client do the wrong thing with 100 kgs, right? But if you put yourself in their shoes, this is empathy, right? You put yourself in their shoes and then you will know exactly what can go wrong and right. Mm -hmm. So um, I have felt this a lot of times. A lot of times I've also found, I mean, me being going to a gym for, I don't know how many years, um, four years? I really, really, really dislike the fact that trainers are scared to correct me. They say something once, and I know I haven't got it perfect, but they are still scared to say, you know what, no, Kritika, you're doing this wrong. No, Kritika, your hands have to be wider when you're doing push-ups. Um, I feel like those kind of conversation dialogues are really, really the key tool, to, especially in the fitness industry. Um, so, of course, there's growth mindset that needs to go. And also shifting a little bit to the next part is how do you converse with your clients? Um, I think you would have noticed, right? Uh, you would have, have you ever felt like, you know, a client is saying a lot of personal information to you? Have you ever felt like that? Any client? Every single Exactly, right? This is the most vulnerable and the most malleable industry anyone can be in because maybe they might not even go to the psychologist and say everything. But in the fitness industry, because they know, they've put themselves out there, they've let themselves change, transform, they're going to tell you all just their life stories. And sometimes they're the worst, you know, sometimes you're like, shit, this happened to you. That's the kind of industry this is, right? You have an open palette to understand what people want to say. So um, transactional analysis is something that I would stir this conversation to. 
what transactional analysis basically is is every individual being irrespective of age they have a child ego state an adult ego state and a parent ego state mm-hmm. so these are the three ego states absolutely everyone has being at a child or being at an adult everyone has these three ego states now um if the client is telling you listen chabang i'm not able to lift weights today you can't um be a child again and say oh you know what go ahead just play around it's okay just try one more little bit unless you know unless so unless you know unless if the, so this is the client for child where they're asking for help they're asking for guidance they're asking for some sort of support direction so this is the child personality right that's what children do they they want constant help they're rebellious uh they want to sometimes be free and do whatever the hell they want to they want to jump and do crazy things and these are the child kind of things a parent ego state is somewhere between um no shubang you're not doing this right or it's fine try it out i think i will it's okay go for it i will support you i will guide so this nurturing this um this really parental you know instincts of i will take care of you don't worry these kind of things so when you're talking to your client it's really important for you to understand which perspective they're talking in if they're in a the child ego state it is ideal for you to talk as an adult right if they are an adult, i'm sorry um sorry 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 if they're in the child you have to talk like a parent and if they are in the parent saying you know what shubang i think you're doing this completely wrong you cannot handle this you say okay fine what can i do to help you is there something else so this is child right you're offering them yourself you're offering them what you can do and this is really important these you have to be on opposites you both cannot be care parents because that will increase conflicts so you can't be parents but where the adult stages where you both are mature you both are having the same kind of conversation so an adult knows everything it's fine they know the entire world they know that people are going to get naked at the beach they know people are going to be you know weird and funny you know you know a play zone if they go there they know people are going to act a certain way if they get drunk so adults know this they know the life around them right so if you're clancing you know what shubang i think today is not my day you say fine you don't become a child and say no 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 please try once more or you don't become a parent and say you know what you're not trying hard enough unless your client really really needs it and this is transfer okay so if you are saying from a parent ego state and when your clients in an adult ego state you make sure that the answer back in either parent or child so when you're in a parent you say no i really think you should put a little bit more effort i think you can go well with this don't worry then this person is ideal to drop down to the child while you're explaining as an adult so then this person like fine i will give it a shot i know you're here to help me i know this is something or it can be no shubang this is just not possible i will not do it this is child right this is very child like to behave but this sometimes you also have to change sometimes the client also changes but it's really important how you talk to them right right so um yeah so um i'm going to stop here so you can ask questions i feel like there's so many <laughs> you know the, so the yeah, so next question is how can we make education easy for trainers are there any methods that you have in your mind right now that you can share um education easy for trainers um see yeah. i feel like trainers 
because i remember last time you had spoken about two three uh you know methods that you use with your students and which have been working really well the same science when it was taught by a teacher versus you teaching them in you know in your different ways the kids were understanding it better so are there any methods like that that you can think of for trainers which can be done like let's say a human anatomy class where uh, the t- the teacher is talking about bicep muscle or or a, a thigh muscle where there are four muscles and they're explaining that in a actual science way and people are like just not understanding it they're feeling sleepy versus making it interesting the same topic um yes i think yeah i think this really valid so um when you are explaining something um adults always have 10000 things in their mind okay i think even when you're driving this is a amazing example like okay? when you're driving and let's say you someone bumps into you or you bump into someone the first thing both of you no matter whose fault it is you're angry both of you right so adults always have 10000 things in their mind and it just takes a matter of second for them to flip Correct. right to something that unnecessary right you can walk out with a smile and then there's no fight at all mm. so something i would push this conversation is because people have so many things in their mind they don't always relate it to their real world mm. i've noticed this a lot of times in my lot of my parenting parent training courses they have so many things in their minds that even if they're coming even if i'm explain the same thing 10000 different ways just for through words they probably not going to get it but if i say you know what um let's say you have to feel your scapula then keep your hands in front push your thing back can you feel something squeezing um something one of the trainers introduced to me is imagine there's a grip in the middle of your back and then try to press that your scapula is getting activated so these kind of things where you have to one allow them to imagine to ask them to feel the portion right i still do not know all of my joints in spite of being i mean all of my shoulder joints in spite of being in this fitness industry for as long as i can remember i still do not know all the different muscles that are around my shoulders this is because i've never got introduced it to all of my muscles in a way that okay you know what this muscle is going to is what you're going to work in today um especially when i walk into gyms it's like okay today we're going to do back and shoulder back and triceps something but do i really know what my triceps are i can just do you know random sit ups and still be using my shoulders and not my triceps and right. you know this better than i right? yeah um so it's really important for you to say you know what monophilia triceps flex it in this way this is exactly your triceps you can locate it in this particular joint or again scrape example so allow them to feel what this muscle is allow them to um visualize allow them to understand physically what this muscle is even if it's if it's a private classes then you can just say you know what i'm flexing my this thing here can you you can feel it and it's okay right i mean think fitness industry the hands on technique is something goes both ways through the client and through the instructor So it's completely okay if your client is of course there's a whole uh, consent background but it's completely okay if you feel okay if the client has to touch your shin or your back or you know it's completely fine so have that sort of um, if you do not have that rapport with your clients do not do it you know <laughs> but if you do have that sort of rapport then try it out um, or just you know through words ask them to feel it ask them to realize where this is so that's um something i would really recommend 
so because you spoke about rubber building and all of that that again is also education but it's a different part of education right so now we were just talking about the science of fitness but then there is a whole different game to it because if you just know the knowledge of training it's not going to give you any business especially if you're running your own personal training business for example let's say then you also need to know know how to talk to people how to make a sales call how to show empathy and listen to them provide active listening and you to know you, you need to know how to build a rapport with the client and how to take a consent for whatever right and uh, so many other things so all of this in each itself is education right so that's where i i, I feel a diploma in rapport building a diploma in sales calls a diploma in communication a diploma in active listening a diploma in body language how do you sit how do you stand how do you talk how do you keep your arms how is your face are you interested in the client are you showing interest because if someone is talking and then you're like this it shows that you're not interested in the conversation right if you're leaning slightly forward and you're you know nodding every now and then here and there and making solid eye contact not you know not very like they just keep straining at them which is weird you know but yes. making uh, confident eye contact and how to boost your, so i feel confidence comes when you are really confident enough of what you know and what you're talking so that's where confidence comes and that will only happen when you are constantly upgrading yourself right so what would be your take on learning about rapport building and body language communication skills it's important for all all fields right but actually really glad that you mentioned it um i think in cult itself there was a trainer who is really you know withdrawn very bad um body postures and over time you know i sort of um you know we started talking and then i was like listen don't drop your nails in the middle of class that's just not okay no one's going to pay attention to you or uh, don't just walk around the class like you're a soldier you're not that's not your job and i'm so glad you you spoke about these courses because for me as a person i feel like introspection has been my tool to be able to master these skills right to be able to listen with empathy i have introspected as i listen of course the situation is probably not right but what can i do for the other person how can i help or how can i be there for the other person so these are a lot of psychology based courses that have probably pushed me to do this but yes it is so 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 important for you to take these courses if you cannot you know do them on your own or at least watch videos that push you towards that direction right the internet is full of resources you don't have to compulsively take diploma courses for this because of course you won't um you're not going to get an increment if you're having empathy right uh, but if you represent empathy in your meeting or in your uh, whatever interview then of course you are already one step ahead of a lot of other people right mm-hmm. and having ego is the first thing you should drop i mean i realize that a lot of you know fitness trainers come from really traumatized backgrounds but that does not take away your authority of being empathetic to someone else it does not take your authority away of listening to them because what you have gone through is probably someone else's story too yeah. so being open to listening to that all of these things it's really important for you to build skills it's definitely very very important yeah 
right and uh, uh, something that i wanted to share regarding this is because there are lot of trainers who you know they are like i know the education of uh, part of it but i'm not able to convert that or communicate that information to my clients in a right way maybe because i'm too harsh or i'm i'm coming across as a very uh, serious person because i have so, so since i also run a company where i train the trainers and we do workshops every month what i see is there are lot of good trainers but they are either lacking with communication lacking with confidence or they have a, such a straight face and a serious face i told them you are very good with your knowledge and you are very good with teaching also but the problem is even if you have good knowledge and um, uh, good training skills i would not want to be your client after first month because you bore me and you make me feel that my life is very serious it's already very serious i would not want to come to you i want that one hour it's my time and i want to enjoy that if my trainer is so serious then i will not feel like coming back to you so that is something that you need to work on and that one tip that i gave him changed his entire uh, personal training uh, business after the next 2 3 months he came back to me saying that this was something that i worked on i started putting a smile on my face and my clients were so happy with that that is number one number two what i wanted to share is the psychology that you spoke right change psychology it's so important kritika because after being 6 7 8 years into the industry i realized when i started i used to think the same thing oh i need to know every single damn thing about fitness and nutrition but trust me i'll be very honest now that i'm i'm at a place where i run my own company that is the least thing that you need to know fitness and nutrition or the science of it what you really need to bring in a good transformation a good change in human being is understanding the other person and how to change which means the change psychology or the human behavioral change if you understand that one thing rest of the things will be easy for you because if you can't help the person follow or stick to something there's no way that you will be able to uh, you know uh, you tell them that okay let's do seven uh, or 12 reps of squats today at 75% rpm and uh, next week we'll do at 12 boss if he doesn't show up for the next class there's no point you giving them all these signs and terminologies and macros micros really doesn't matter right so what are your views on that especially because you're a psychology student communication i feel like a lot of people have been struggling with this because of language barrier as, as like especially the people i know right uh, and i've seen through my training at and also you know um looking at other trainers i realized that the people who do not have such easy flow in language are sort of fiction right so um i think there's something really interesting one person told me is one shadow someone right shadow a really good instructor for let it take six months let it take a year but shadow that can understand the way they are talking that's one really good tool second tool is talk to the middle okay What do you okay? Let's say you are facing a particular issue your client is right. Um, let's say you are serious as a person, but does not mean your client may be serious. Right? So talk to the mirror. Say, okay, today I'm going to have a fun lively class, and we're just going to have fun. Throw a bunch of jokes. Throw a bunch of random, uh, you know, pick up lines if the client, you know, really close. 
so all of these really fun jokes you really cjs and all of these things you can somehow start lightening this is start point right this is not your entire journey this is start point of being lively this is the start point of letting yourself be out there letting your personality really show right empathy and all i think everyone has these features just that just get showed out because it's everything in life right so um one practice in the mirror um pick a particular theme for a day let's say today i want to be really serious because this client is just not turning up for all of the other things you can be serious but you can also be what's wrong is there something i can help so these kind of two different situations to so have a mental model of um okay this might be the situation but maybe there's something else so two sides of every story practice for them how would you and make up situation in your mind right this is what bathroom times all for <laughs> right you make up situation in your mind have a conversation about it um and figure out how it goes and i have seen improvement in myself also and a bunch of my friends as well who have been we picked up this thing um in i think foundation and we just said okay we want to become this and let's see how we're going to do that and we started we all realized that we're all having bathroom conversations with ourselves and we we saw the shift we saw each other's growth right and that's it's a really nice way talking to the mirror just creating up imaginary scenes and seeing how it plays out right what would you do in this particular situation so that's really important another important 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 to it is how you give feedback right you spoke about maybe the clients really harsh or you know withdrawal so um this part of your brain called amygdala it is only responsible to if they feel like okay someone's going to attack you it's ready to give you back answer right i think there is this theory that we don't listen to you know understand but we listen to give back answers that's because this part of our brain is activated that's because you have constantly been saying kritika you're not doing this kritika you're not doing that kritika you're not doing this and maybe that's why a lot of trainers is get correct me right because they feel like constant negative thing might affect them as a trainer might affect their feedback so giving feedback always happens in a sandwich and this is the best method i have found um there are other methods of course but this is really um, you know i feel i found a lot of people open to it and you can give critical critical feedback in this method so first you say something positive um like you know what i have seen a lot of improvement in you from the past so much time uh, it's really nice to see that you've improved in such a way so have like a little don't worry i have this going so that and then so this also plays as a yes and no right if if the client's not impressed they're like ha huh, okay fine you know whatever just go away um i don't know when to talk to you understand that also right there and then so you don't have to continue giving them feedback so let this happen then give them a negative feedback see you know what i noticed that you still haven't improved in doing bobbies you know what i've noticed that you're still somewhere doing your foot is wrong in the frog pose so give that again something positive so this is sandwich right so positive negative positive now in the last positive you say um you know what i feel like the next class you come i will pakka correct this and we'll go through it slowly step by step or you can say i will send you a few videos i'm sure you will improve if you look at them or i will send you a few videos that talk about the anatomy of why you shouldn't do this or i can tell you why um you know uh, what's going to get injured if you do this particular thing and then you can figure it out or we can change or we can do this together 
So ending on that positive note is really important. And this is a kind of feedback I have noticed even Shristi Manipal uses. All of my feedbacks, I was just looking at how my teachers gave me feedback, right? So they had to give me feedback three times every 10 days. And they've always done this method. They've always, and I've not seen anyone, like they, they're angry about the grades they got, but no one has been angry about the feedback they've got. So that's really important, right? That's that's what we want. How do we talk to them and how do we not be harsh to them, right? You can be as critical as you want, but compliment before and after. So that's um, how I would say, and people are really open to change if you do this. So um, yeah, that's what I would cap that off with. Amazing. Now, what would be your tips for the trainers who are listening to this? I feel, um, of course, have a growth mindset. That's really important. Keep yourself in your client's position. Keep practicing yourself because I've noticed a lot of trainers, they just say, okay, you know what? I have mastered doing arm calls. I have mastered doing pulls and I'm done, right? You don't go train yourself after that. And that's a really, really bad dip because you don't understand where you went right and wrong. You have the knowledge. But if you do, again, you have this introspection power, then you are, you will find your performance improve. And I have seen this in a lot of trainers, right? I'm, I don't know how, but I somehow get close to trainers. I have no idea how, but I have seen this sort of thing, right? If their, if their mindsets have changed, if they are continuously working out, if they're doing things, I have seen them go from start to end and they become much better of a person, Putting down ego, I think, really, really important in the fitness industry, especially when your clients are so vulnerable to you. Why are you going to be uptight and say, oh, no, you know, I know everything. Your problems are nothing. Don't do that. Right? They're coming being vulnerable to you. And it takes a lot of effort. So um, do that and keep upgrading. Have this lifelong learning attitude. There absolutely no one who has been stuck in the same space ever has improved or ever has got an increment or a promotion even that way and even personally right how long can you be in the same place mm. if you keep moving ahead you will get absolutely anything you dream of having this growth mindset of course that has 10,000 other benefits but it is really 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 important so yeah lifelong learning and all of these things that's great one last question. Uh, do you have any course that makes it simple and easy for trainers to learn if they want to reach out to you? Do you have that anymore uh, uh, as of now? Right now I don't. But of course, if, if it's out of, you know, if it's a batch of people and all of you are interested, then we can figure out a course where we can help, um, you know, train. or even, So I'll, I'll just give you an idea of what I do. So I create courses like teaching physics through embroidery or teaching, um, you know, maths through football. So how this works is we're learning a craft, but we're learning core subjects behind it. So if there is a need where you have to say, I mean, physical, physical education is already really practical and kinesthetic. It's really hands-on and you're really doing the movements. So um, if there is a need where you can say, um, you know what, I want to help my client figure out different parts of the body, different muscles they have to move, what they're doing right and wrong, um, those kind of things I can help with. Uh, also, how do we converse? That's a different, whole different, lovely uh, thing that we can go ahead with. So probably these two things. Amazing. Uh, I'm still amateur at forest schooling, so I probably might not be the right one to help with that. Got it. Got it. No, but it's great. Because if someone is interested, then they will reach out to you. And if they want to reach out to you, what's the easiest way 
that they can reach out um anyway email um instagram absolutely anyway i i stay i'm not always active but i'm there like if someone dms me I can, i'll see here and there so yeah awesome great it was amazing having this conversation with you kritika i just loved it and uh, there is so much more to talk about but i think i'll keep it short for this one and uh, depending on or based on the response that we get from the audience if they really enjoy it then i would love to do one more podcast maybe episode 2 where we continue and then speak about more about psychology behavioral changes and all that stuff right so amazing it was it was fun i hope you had fun too sharing all the knowledge and once this podcast goes live i'll definitely share it with you you can share it with your people as well and uh, amazing thank you so much Thank you so so very much for having me. It was yes. really a lot of fun. Yes, yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, and please share it with your friends. Please share it with your trainer friends, especially who are in the industry. It's going to be very helpful. And until next time, see you guys. Take care. Bye bye.